Nicole, I know this is so awkward, but I just had to tell you, I've learned so much from your videos. I just love what she's like. I'm just learning to garden and your videos make the world a difference to me. And I was like, she knows me. Like she knows me and trusts me enough to walk up to me. And I, I was just like dumbfounded, you know, and I thought this is what it's all about. Like helping someone who you've never met, who you probably will never even see face to face, trust you like build a relationship with you. And people are so, we are so much more 360, right? Like we have all these, all these parts to us. And if you can wake up someone's emotions, I don't care if they're like right about to buy from you, if they're like on the precipice, if you touch them emotionally with a video, you just got so much more than a customer. You know, you just literally got this very deep relationship and a loyalty that can supersede all those other things. I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi-seven-figure business. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, the budget, and the time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today, one that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible, one that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and a life you love, you're in the right place, friend. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Online Marketing Made Easy. And I'm just going to tell you right now, this is one of my most favorite interviews. I usually record the intro after I do the interview, so I know what I want to say in the intro. And I know I'm going to sound a little dramatic, but holy cow, this episode was so action-packed. And at the end of it, you're going to start thinking, I could do this. Amy, I've got this. This is exciting. This is going to save me money. I don't have to pay for paid ads if I do this strategy. And there's absolute clarity and how to do it throughout this entire episode. Like we make it very actionable. So by me, I mean one of my digital course academy students, Nicole Burke. So she has grown her business gardenary like gangbusters by making video a major part of her marketing plan and selling her digital courses because of all this traffic she's getting with video. Now, when I say video, hold on it for a second, because if you're anything like me, you just rolled your eyes, you kind of almost just checked out, you're thinking about changing this podcast episode to a true crime one, because that sounds more interesting. Well, if you're anything like me, but don't do that. Because I'm not talking long drawn out videos that you have to edit and you've got to look good and good lighting and professional. I'm talking like 30 second videos, short form videos. She has changed her entire business this year by doubling down on short form videos. Wait to hear how much she spent in 2021 on paid ads and how she dramatically slashed that spending in 2022 and 2023 because of these short form videos that she's creating with her smartphone and her 11 year old daughter who's filming some of them. Like just wait till you hear what she's done. 
The greatest thing about this episode is Nicole is going to share the video tips and strategies that she has used in her own business to skyrocket her organic reach. And she's using Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and Pinterest, but you can use whatever you want. And she's just giving you some really solid how-to strategies that you can apply the minute you turn this episode off. You're also going to hear how Nicole comes up with engaging content ideas, how often she posts, and some practical tips on how she makes this work, especially because she has four kids and doesn't want to be on the video hamster wheel every single day. So you're going to learn how she gets out so much content in such a short time. One of my most favorite episodes, because one, I just love Nicole. She's here in Nashville with me. She's a star student of Digital Course Academy. She does incredible things with her digital course, but she's cracked the code on not spending a bunch of money on paid ads. And everyone wants to know how to do that, right? So let's get to it. I won't make you wait any longer. Let's bring on Nicole. Welcome to the show, Nicole. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh my goodness. I can't believe this is happening in real life. I cannot wait to chat with you today. Me too. And you have such an interesting story that I know my audience would love to hear. So can you share a little bit about your business and how you got started so that we kind of start from the beginning? Yes. So you know how so many people these days really want to have a garden or they say, Oh my goodness, like I would love to have a garden in my backyard. And then they put on those three letters afterwards and they say, but (laughs) that is me. And they say, but yes, you said this to me too, right? So they say, but I don't have time. I don't have enough space or it's so confusing and overwhelming. So I just, I'm not going to do it this year. So that is what, that is who my company is for. So my company's name is Gardenary and it's two words combined. Gardening is ordinary. And so I am a busy mom of four, business owner, and uh, I don't, I'm not a homesteader, right? I'm not like farming my land and putting up cans of food every day, that kind of thing. Um, But I have found the joy of just stepping outside, grabbing a few things right before dinner or for a smoothie or a juice. And I love it so much that I want and truly believe that everybody in the world should have that experience. Just you know, even in the smallest piece of their everyday life. And so what we do at Gardenary is we broke gardening into a three-step process. So someone who has never kept a plant alive before in their life, we have a, a system that teaches them how to start from the beginning and become experienced and um, competent enough in the garden that they can pick 52 harvests a year, even if they have a little small space. So we do this through online courses, which you may know one or two things about, I'm not sure. Um, We do it through online courses. We have an online shop where we sell supplies, raised beds, trellises. And then I also certify gardeners around the country to become consultants. So they teach our methodology locally, which, as you know, is so important for gardening. So uh, so that's what Gardenery is. It's, uh, it's education, it's equipment, and then it's uh, consulting altogether. I had no idea that you certified people. I love that. That's such a cool extension of your digital course. But before you did digital courses, I, you did this in person. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So this all started in 2015. 
I had taught myself to garden with my husband, actually here in Nashville. I had four kids in four and a half years. So um, <laughs> way, back, <laughs> way back in 2011, Amy, I was doing good to like brush my teeth every day. Yes. Um, but right around that time, my oldest, you know, we were all at home all day and she looked at me and she said, mommy, when are you going to start my garden? And I was like, oh, that sounds like a good distraction from the kitchen and the laundry and life. So, so we tried, we failed um, pretty miserably that first year, but the few things we brought from the garden, literally, Amy, it like gave me my life back. I was just in a place that I wasn't quite sure where I was. My career was kind of halted. I was home all day. I love being a mother, uh, but it is life-changing and it was a big, big shift for me. And so those moments out there watching nature do its magic, it was, it literally gave me a new life. And so when we moved to Houston in 2013, we really started to have great success in the garden and we got a system down. And when my youngest uh, turned old enough to go to preschool, I suddenly had three hours of time on my hands, you know, every morning. I'm like, what am I going to do? And I definitely did. I cleaned the house like thoroughly, you know, the first two days. And I was like, Okay, that's done. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I did that. Um, now I would like to do something else. So I um so I started my first business. I called it Rooted Garden and it was a consulting business. So I would go to a client's home, uh, do a consultation with them, which is what I'm gonna do with you one of these days. Yes. So then we would take the design and install it. So I use a raised bed system. So I would I even built those first raised beds myself. Wow. And we built the raised bed and then clients would say, Hey, can you come back and take care of these? So, um, so I started doing maintenance as well. So this was, uh, I honestly, Amy had very little money to start this business. So I took a preschool refund check of $450 and that's the only money I've ever put into this business personally. Wow. And, uh, in the first year, Amy, my little business made over $120,000. Oh my goodness. I bet you weren't expecting that. It was not. Now that's not take home. That's gross. Right, uh, right. but it was, just, it was just like, so it was like a dream come true. And, uh, so I did that uh, through 2015, 2016 into 2017, and uh, I was using mostly Instagram to market my business. So I would just, that was back when Instagram was photos. I don't know if you remember those days, oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, I could just take a quick snapshot of a garden and post it. And I ended up having uh, a following, pretty good following uh, at that time. It was probably like a few thousand um, around the country. And I was um, very busy, very, very busy, like busier than I expected to be. And this is when I was watching tons of YouTubes and came across uh, first Marie Forleo. I was first watching Brene Brown. Then I watched Marie Forleo interview Brene Brown. Then I got into Marie Forleo and then Marie Forleo introduced me to you. Ah, I love that. And then, so how did DCA play a part in your business evolution then? And DCA mean Digital Course Academy, but where did that fit in? Yeah. So I am an OG, Amy. I am pre-DCA. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so you were around when I didn't have DCA, but I was teaching courses and webinars. Exactly. So in 20, so I went through that first full year, Amy, of, of Rooted Garden, tw all of 2016, into 2017, I had my busiest spring I'd ever had. 
And I actually put myself in the emergency room (laughs) like three times for the end of that season because I was so busy that I wasn't taking care of my body. Uh, So I had like almost a kidney infection Mm -hmm. and that was a wake up call of, okay, I've got, I was like maxing out my time. You know, I was uh, as a mom of four, I was just maxing out my time. I still wanted to do what I was doing. I loved it. But I thought I've got to find a way to scale this that doesn't require, isn't just more and more time of mine because I was out. (laughs) And so, um, so that, that year, actually, I'd already signed up for B school. You taught a bonus course in B school. And, uh, so I listened to courses that come, I took my kids on a road trip that summer and I listened to courses that convert all the way there and all the way home. And uh, came home and made my first course uh, called Salad School. I um, My system is learning how to grow leaves first. So I made like an introductory course that year, um, that fall. And then I made my certification course, actually, because I realized there was such an interest in, um, and there was as much interest, it seemed, in people starting a business like mine as there was in learning to garden like me. And uh, that kicked it off. So now, you know, now, um, and I, that fall, I started a new company and that's where Gardenary came in. So Gardenary is a hundred percent online and was really inspired through you and, um, and through Marie Forleo, but you were the teacher. I mean, you're the one who made it happen for me because you were so practical and just step-by-step. And once I learned how to make a course, it was like no stopping me. I could just make a course about anything. Yes. <laughs> and it was so empowering, so empowering. I love this so much. Okay. So I want to dive into your marketing strategy and how you've done something that a lot of people are not doing, which is you've made short form video a big part of your marketing plan. And I know that you were in a position where you were able to hire someone to help you with your videos, but for a lot of my students, that might not be possible. So we're going to keep that in mind as we share this. But why, first of all, did you make this big shift recently, I think, to these short form videos? Yes. So I've been doing short form video for years, you know, even back when they made us make them square, you know, I would do videos. And I noticed even then, this was before Reels, before TikTok was a thing that I remember one time I did this little, I told my kindergartner to cut some microgreens in the kitchen. And that video got like 21,000 views at a time when I had, you know, 4,000 followers. So I could tell, yeah, I could tell early on that video was the thing. I was too overwhelmed to do long form video on YouTube. I just honestly didn't have the time and didn't have the videography skills. So I was, I've been using short form video for a long time. When IGTV became big, I used that a lot and had a lot of success. But what we started doing, thanks to you and lots of training is we started using paid ads as a key way to grow the business. So just to give you some context in 2021, I spent over $600,000 on paid ads. Wow. Now it performed so well for us. We got, you know, for my key course, which is called Kitchen Garden Academy, um, we got like 30,000 leads in January. I mean, it was just That's tremendous. Insane. It was so awesome and working so well until it suddenly was not. Mm-hmm. And so we got into 2022 and just saw leads getting more and more expensive through paid ads. And uh, I was actually listening to a, a video interview with Ryan Holiday. Yeah. And he he mentioned this idea that if he, you know, as he grows his business, he would actually put more of his money toward 
great quality video and just organic content than he would toward paid. And I was listening to it. I was sitting there waiting to pick up my kids one day. And it just sparked a thought that like, what if I just really honed in and made video just like the number one way that we that we do our business? So before video has always been a part, but that mindset shift that happened around October of 2022, it was just a moment in time listening to that interview. I thought this is going to be it. Like we're just going to go all in on video and use it as really like 98% of our business strategy. And Amy, like today, I'm going to tell you the stats in a second, but like this year to date, like our business is matching or exceeding, you know, what we did in, in 2021. And I've spent less than $25,000 on paid. Oh my goodness. So you went from $600,000 in 2021 to about $20,000 in 2022. And now uh, meaning yes. you cut that down drastically and you believe that this video, short form video has allowed you to do that. It is the only way. Okay. So I've got so many questions. The first question is when you say short form video, how short and where are yeah. you using this video? Okay. So our primary place is Instagram, but we do it everywhere. So Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and YouTube. Actually, now you can do it on, uh, you could do it on Twitter too, if you wanted to. I just haven't worked on that platform. You can also do it on LinkedIn. You can do it everywhere. Everywhere is short form video these days. A short form video is literally anywhere from one second (laughs) to one and a half minutes. Oh, easy. So we're talking really short. I was really afraid you were going to say like 10 minutes or less. And I'm like, that doesn't No way. No, no, no. Because it goes back to the editing floor if it's over 1.29 minutes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we're talking truly short. And in these videos, because I have some questions, uh, a lot of questions, but in these videos, what are you putting in these videos? Are they voiceovers? Are they B-roll? Are they direct to camera? You talking? Are there words on the screen? What is this looking like? Yes. So yes, yes, yes. All of the above. Okay. (laughs) All of the above. So, so everyone has different strategies with video. I have a friend in the same space as me. Pretty much every one of his videos is the exact same format. For me, what I found to work is a wide variety. So if you check out Gardenary Co. anywhere online, you're going to see B-roll videos. You're going to see voice to text videos where it has that little robot voice on there. You're going to see long, you know, like very like quick clips over a minute and a half long with narration. You're going to see um, a short little clip that takes, you know, five seconds. You're going to see things that have a lot of text on top. And then you're going to see just video that is just, you know, just video with no text at all. There will be no dancing. You will not see dancing on these videos. (laughs) You'll see some with me talking straight to the camera. You'll see some where you have no idea who it is that's doing the action in the video. I would love to tell you like the four categories. I think that might help. Perfect. Yeah. So our in all of our videos, we're thinking about our audience, right? And I like to think, sometimes I think online business, I'm sure you can agree, it becomes, it's so like, ambiguous. you like, where, where, where is my business and where are my people? Yeah. <laughs> and so I love to think of it like a town. I love to think of online, like a town and my business as, 
you know, a building, right? And so every single person that I'm ever going to work with in my business lives in my town, just pretending, right? Okay. And so I'm thinking about where they are in town. So I've got one group of people and they are as far away in our town as they can be from me. So they've never heard of me. They don't even know that they want to garden. They don't really care about gardening, right? And so for those people, the key videos we're making for them are entertainment. And it's not dancing, but it's something that generally my, my main, um, definition of an entertaining video is it tells a story Hmm. because our brains are hardwired for a story, right? Like the minute you hear the idea, I'm going to tell you a story, you like lean in, right? You and I both like Donald Miller. So we know this is true. So I have a lot of videos that have gone viral and literally Amy, the way I start the video is I say, this is a story. And then I just go through the story. But it literally starts with, this is a story. My first two very viral videos on TikTok were started just like that. This is a story about how I grow tomatoes on an arch trellis over 120 days a year. You know, things like that. And then I just walk through the story. So the story, you can tell the story in two seconds. You can tell the story in a minute. You can tell the story however you want to. You could tell it just with pictures. But that's my first person that I'm trying to reach. I'm not trying to sell them anything. I'm not trying to get them to subscribe. I just want them to see my video. And I do that through entertaining. The next one is the person who is interested in gardening, doesn't know that there are gardening companies. For them, I'm doing educational videos. So I'm trying to grab them with like, here's a step-by-step. Here's how I plant radishes. Here's how I grow spinach in the middle of winter. So I'm just grabbing, they're already interested in gardening, but they have no idea who I am. So I'm just getting known to them as a person who can educate. So again, you can do all forms of short form video, but your main goal to reach them is education. They're still going to get reached by the entertainment ones, but we're trying to like pull them a little closer to our building, right? Then um, the third person is the person who is pretty close to the company. They are very interested in gardening and they actually follow garden accounts. They actually follow people who are helping them with the garden. For them, I'm focusing on showcasing. So I'm doing testimonial videos. I'm doing before and afters. I'm doing like wow videos. Anything that's like a boom, like wow, this is so shareable. This is so gorgeous. This is, you know, it's just amazing stuff. That's, That's what I'm trying to get to that person. And then the final person is the person who's literally driving by my building. Like she wants to garden. She knows who I am. She follows me. She's trying to decide if she wants to sign up for my course or not. And then for that person and only for that person, really, I'm making inviting videos. And that's where I'm saying, join this challenge, sign up for my webinar, come to my workshop, download this guide where I'm trying to just get her into the building, right? And so she's really close. And for that person, I'm doing inviting videos. So all of our videos that we post, we break them into those four categories. So we're always thinking, is this a showcase video? Is this an entertaining video? Is this an inviting video? Or is this an educating video? Whoa, that was powerful. Everyone listening, I hope that you started to think, how could I use this in my business? Because I love the way you explain that. I've never heard that type of thing. I have a building. Where are they in the town? I love that. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products, and I want to talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. 
They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you wanna make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. Now, someone listening could say, so you essentially have four customer avatars and- The argument, some not argument, the uh, concern some people have is, well, if you make a video where it's just entertaining, but what about the person that's closest and they want to do something with you? Are you going to lose them? Like that these videos are for certain people. So what if the person that it's not for is watching it? Is that going to turn them off? What do you say to something like that? Yeah, I would say, think about just building a relationship with a person. That's what we're doing. We're becoming friends with people. We're building trust with the people that we want to do business with, right? And that's like asking the same question of saying, you know, I was trying to make friends with this person. You know, I told them a funny story. And so I don't know if they're going to like me anymore. Right. Good <laughs> right? Yes. So, yeah. So it's like, this is a relationship. You know, I just recently, we were out in, in a... In Nashville, having dinner, and this lady walked up to me. We were playing cornhole with my family, and she walked up to me and she was like, Nicole, I know this is so awkward, but I just had to tell you, I've learned so much from your videos. I just love what she's like, I'm just learning to garden, and your videos make the world a difference to me. And I was like, She knows me. Like, she knows me and trusts me enough to walk up to me. And I, I was just like dumbfounded, you know, and I thought, This is what it's all about. Like, helping someone who you've never met, who you probably will never even see face-to-face, trust you, 
like build a relationship with you. And people are so, we are so much more 360, right? Like we have all these, all these parts to us. And if you can wake up someone's emotions, I don't care if they're like right about to buy from you, if they're like on the precipice, if you touch them emotionally with a video, you just got so much more than a customer. You know, you just literally got this very deep relationship and a loyalty that can supersede all those other things. Absolutely. Okay. I am loving this conversation. So here's a question that kind of brings it back to like why you do what you do, because what sort of results have you seen when it comes to your social media platforms using these short form videos and also your email list? Like how do they help you grow your email list? What exactly do you do that it's going to help you grow your email list? And also how is this translated into selling your courses? Okay. Are you ready? I've got this on a notebook, Amy. So I was working out this morning, texting my integrator. I was like, we got to get the stats for Amy. Okay. I'm ready. So this is straight from the stair stepper at the Y. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so first, let me tell you just a little bit of the numbers behind like what I'm doing. Okay. So every single day, my goal is to post three short form videos on Instagram and TikTok. And then not quite as much on, on YouTube and Pinterest, but I'm aiming for three videos a day. Some days I miss it, but we, we get pretty close. So we go like morning, noon, and evening. Okay. Okay. So, um, at the beginning, I'm going to give you my social stats first, and then I'm going to give you how it's translated into sales and subscribers. Okay. So Instagram in January, before we started this strategy, I was at 260 K followers. I'm now at 428 K. Wait, since January? Yes. You doubled your social following in six months, essentially, seven well, months? Well, not quite double. We got, we basically went, went 260 to 430. So we've gone almost 175, 170,000 new followers. That is very impressive. Wow. I know. And I was slow before that. Like 2022, I was pretty stagnant growth. 2020, very stagnant growth. Wow. So that's been huge for us. TikTok has almost doubled 130 to 230. Wow. Okay. Um, YouTube went from about 25K to 65K. And that's Jeez. all shorts. Yes. Yes. And then Pinterest went from about 60K followers to 100K subscribers, uh, followers. You have found your sweet spot. You have. All right. Now, wait, wait, wait. I got to tell you these sales. You're going to be crazy. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So the key way we do this is with in, that Instagram is our sweet spot because of many chat DMs. I know you're using this too. Yes. And it, this, this, we started doing this in January. So what we do is we, we have a many chat automation. Almost every one of my videos has a keyword. And so whatever I'm posting, I'll say, do you want more of this? Do this keyword. Okay. And so they put the keyword and then we DM them the, you know, the link to go do whatever we're telling them to do, which is, you know, download this guide, sign up for this workshop, whatever it is. Okay. So are you, are you ready? This is I'm so ready. good. Okay. 46,000 keyword uses since January. Oh so God, that means that is a lot, right? So we've had 46,000 times someone has put in the word we tell them to put in to the chat, Whoa. to the comments. Whoa. But here's the magic, Amy. Guess, like, just guess. If you had to guess on, like, you know, you know, conversion rates, what would you think the conversion rate to a subscriber would be from that? And this is on the social media platform, not on email, not on a okay. website. 
So they see a 30 second video on Instagram. You say, uh, reply the word garden to get this free PDF. Um, They reply the word garden. They go to their DMs. They get the link to opt in for the PDF. Is that what it is? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And they have to, we're not even doing this all inside ManyChat. Then they have to go to the landing page and convert on the landing page. So I'd say 5% then if they have to go to the landing page and all of that. 32,000 people have subscribed. What? (laughs) Oh my gosh. So what kind of, do you know what the kind of conversion that would be? I mean, that's like, that's like two thirds. It's two thirds. It's like 65%. Insane. Why do you think that is working so well? They are so moved by the video and it's so direct. I told them exactly like in the video touches them emotionally. I immediately, while they're there, give them exactly what to do. And then they're, everyone is in Instagram or on social. They're like, everyone's trying to numb, right? From life. We're all trying to find something good. And that's why we're on Instagram. That's why we're on social media. And you're literally catching them and saying, here's something so good and it's great. So take it. When she sent me that, I was like, what in the world? 32,000 subscribers out of 46,000 people entering the the, um, the word. Crazy. That All right. So here's more. Okay. Insane. Okay. Also, it's insane. So we're going to want to see these videos. And so just so you all know, I am linking to where a lot of these videos are, her different social media platforms in my show notes, amyporterfield.com forward slash 603. I'll send you all, I'll link to all the links that she's talking about. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So we have a membership. It's called Gardenary 365. The idea is you garden, you know, every day of the year. So from these keywords, we've gotten 544 new memberships, which equates to about 15K, 15K recurring revenue a month. $15,000 a month. Okay. Solid. Okay. Then we have, we, we prioritize membership all through the spring. And then I kind of, we did a little turn and I was like, I really should be prioritizing my signature course. So we did literally a last minute hero effort in May to launch Kitchen Garden Academy with just like, we probably did 10 videos for this webinar and we got 3000 leads from DM automation just with about 10 short form videos. And we did 137 sales for about 40,000 in revenue. Oh my goodness. Okay. Now wait for this one. (laughs) Then my my certification program, we just have a keyword that is apply. It's an application um, experience. This is mostly evergreen. This is all organic sales. We've had 88 new um, consultants come through since January for 250K in revenue. Holy cow. A quarter of a million dollars. This is from... Just short form video, Amy, no paid ads. This is insane. People are listening right now and they're like, hallelujah, because they can't afford paid ads and ads have gotten very expensive, as you know. Okay. You know, when it's a good episode, when in my mind, I'm like, I've got to share this with Stacy, who is my social media manager. Like I got (laughs) to share this with Stacy. I got to share this with Stacy. And okay. So here's the truth. I don't like making video. I'm not comfortable with it. I don't necessarily like to be on video a lot. It doesn't like come natural to me. Like I was at dinner with Jenna Kutcher and it does come natural to her. And we were just eating dinner and she's like, I want to catch a little B-roll. So she went to another table. She didn't disrupt anyone, set up her camera at this other vacant table and just let it run for like a minute. And then she went and grabbed it. 
And it didn't yeah. disrupt our dinner or anything like that. But I don't even think of stuff like that. So which Stacey, right. my social media manager, would really love if I did. So here's the question. Number one, th- that's a lot of content. Three videos a day, right? Yeah. Okay. How do you come up with so many interesting content ideas? And also, does the quality matter? Like, are these like super sophisticated videos? I'm assuming you don't have any background in video marketing or something. Yes, I love that you asked that. So I was a Luddite, Amy. Like, I literally did not even own a smartphone until 2014. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I love it. Yeah. So I literally have no background in this. My background is in uh, business, math, and accounting. Okay. Um, So I'm new to it all. I would say I'm going to talk about the quantity quality thing first, and then I'll give you some tactics. Okay. There was this really cool study. You've probably heard about this. It was published first by Austin Kleon and then by James Clear. Um, But it was one was in a pottery class. One was in a photography class. So the, 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 um, the teacher comes in, let's say for the pottery, right? And he's like, all right, he divides the room into two groups. He said, this group over here, you guys have to make a ton of pottery every single day. I'm grading you on how much pottery you make. You need to make as much pottery as you possibly can. Then he goes to the other group and he says, I want you to make the best piece of pottery you can possibly. Your entire semester project is just to make one piece of fantastic, beautiful, priceless pottery. So come to the end of the semester, they look at everything, guess who had the best pottery? Well, I would have just assumed the people that were making the best pottery, but I'm guessing you're going to tell me different. (laughs) All of the best pieces. I don't understand. Why? Because of practice, you can't think your way to quality video. You can't think your way to it, right? And so this same thing happened in a photography class. One group was graded on literally how many photos they took. It was literally a quantity grade. The other group was what's the best photo you can take. Same exact thing happened. All the best photos were judged and taken from the quantity group. So everybody listening, I want to tell you, screw quality. Literally stop thinking about it because it's keeping you from posting. Literally. And so I made a promise to myself this year, like that was a huge part of my method in January. I was having a talk with my cousin. We're like both entrepreneurs. And I was like, I have so many video ideas in my mind that I'm afraid to post. And she was like, what are you afraid of? And I was like, that it might actually blow up one way or the other. And she was like, yeah, she was like, so just, we like learn, you know, you and I have both done life coach school with Brooke Castillo. So like, we're like life coaching ourselves to like feel okay, just, you know, no matter what the result is. And so I started really trying to put myself more out there this year and not judge, not prejudge every video and decide first for me, whether it was high quality or not. The way you will get to quality is through quantity because what you need is responses. Like you are just one person. So what you think looks great or what you think is moving and, you know, and changes people and gets people in, you know, interested um, and what you think is cringy and annoying and not worth posting. There are people out there who actually are literally waiting to see that video. Until you put a lot out there, until you just start taking the shots, you won't know because you're just in your head about it. And so this year we started, I mean, if I have an idea or if I have like a 
a controversial thing that comes up or whatever, I just post it. And I'll, I'll give you a quick example. I was at Home Depot with my daughter. We were dropping off all these pots to recycle. So this is kind of bad because I was like using their service. But Amy, it was spring. I'm sure you've been there. It was like April. And you could feel the buzzing energy in Home Depot. Like people were just like land grabbing, you know, it was just like, give me that pot, give me that flower. You know, everybody just had spring fever and they were buying, buying, buying. And I've done that before. And I know that 90% of the things those people buy are not going to do well. And so uh, Elaine is my youngest daughter. She's 11. So this will encourage everybody who thinks they have to have high quality content, right? So a video videographer. So we walk back to the car and I said, Elaine, I would love to go into Home Depot and make one more video, make a video. Would you please film me? Aww. And she's like, yeah, I'll do it. So we literally are walking back from the car. I've got my purse across my shoulder. I'm wearing like, you know, a Maui t-shirt, right? Like I am not ready for on-camera video. And I turn to the camera and I say, we're about to go into Home Depot and I'm going to show you everything you shouldn't buy right now. And so we go in and we just go through the store and I'm just pointing to things I already thought. And you have this, I'm sure you see things every day in your life where you're thinking, my students are falling for that. My students are falling for that. Gosh, I wish they wouldn't do that. Right. And so it was just a moment where I'm like, I got to save these people money, you know? And so we just, we went through the store. I came home. I forget what we were doing that night. We were going to dinner. So Amy, I'm not kidding when I tell you I had five minutes and I sat down and I just cut out a little bit of the, the blank spaces or the times where I was pausing my daughter literally, Amy, like at parts of it, I would say, don't buy this. And she would take my phone and shake it to the side. Like, no, <laughs> oh like that's, God. that's how, you know, lowbrow this video making was. Okay. And, um, I posted it in, in 48 hours. It had a million, it had over oh. a million views. Why do you think something like that went viral? That's incredible. It was so relatable. It was so timely. It was so timely. It was so relatable. I look like a normal person because I am a normal person. I look just like a normal, I look like them. Mm-hmm. Like I went to my daughter's soccer game that next morning and this dad comes up and he goes, why are you all over my social media telling me what I can't buy at Home Depot? Oh my <laughs> gosh, that had to have felt so good and weird, but so it was weird. Yeah. You, okay. I want to point out something that something I do that keeps me from having viral videos is I would have thought like, I have a Maui t-shirt on right now. Like that's normally not what I am on, on video. I probably shouldn't make this mm-hmm. video or I have zero makeup on, or I don't have anyone to film this video. My child, like that doesn't make sense. Like I would have talked myself out of that video. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about you this morning. I was thinking, you know, I would love to be Amy's uh, video coach. <laughs> and I was thinking about the video I saw that went viral for you. Maybe you've had more, but the one with Hobie, right? Where you're oh, like yes. doing the Whitney Houston song. And I was thinking about you and like, you're so professional. You're, everything you do is so polished. And on the, on the paying side, right? So on the inside, once I've paid you, I love that about you. Like, I love how professional every single thing you touch. I just know when I buy anything from you, it's going to be so high class. But I also know that you're a real person, right? And that you're like a mom and a wife and you like wake up with smelly breath like me, maybe not as bad, but you know, and so that video that you did, that video you did with Hobie, I think one of the reasons it went so viral is we were all so relieved to see you so stripped down, like just so, 
so relatable. You were like so fun. You looked so happy. Hobie was so goofy. Right. And it was just, it was like a moment where we all got to go, oh, even though Amy is like such a superstar, she's just like us. Okay. That is so great to hear. I love that. That video, if anyone doesn't know, we'll, we'll link to that video in the show notes as well. It has like 40 million views. It's in wow, right? Wow. Crazy. But here's the thing, Nicole, and I, you could, you could do a little coaching. We, you didn't know that you'd be coaching me on this, this interview, but <laughs> in my mind, I think the video, for those of you who don't know, I'm um, playing around with how much I love Hobie's beard and how it gets bigger and bigger through the years. And I yeah. love it more and more. And that's not going to sell courses. That's not going to, that's not going to attract course creators that want to learn how to build an online business. What's the point? Yeah, because they're going to, because other people can sell them the same thing you're selling them, right? And so your business, it's not like Uber. It's not like Apple. It's not a faceless business. It is your business. And when I pay you, I'm going to learn from you, right? And I've seen other people that sell things that maybe aren't exactly what you sell, but somewhat similar. Right. And I'm making a decision every single day. I mean, we all only have so much time, right? And so every single day I get online, I'm making a choice. Who are the few people I want in my feed? Who are the few people that I want to hear speak into me, you know, and, and inspire me. And so that one video, every video you make like that, helps people decide, is she for me or not? And I guarantee you, there are people who saw that video and thought she is so cringe. I hate beards. I don't want to be married. Right. So, and that I was going to say, that is one of my tips is take, like, be who you are, like get all the way into who you are because people who says this, Jason, my husband, I joke about this. People need to love you or hate you because there's no money in the middle. Ooh. Say it one more time. People need to love you or they need to hate you because there is no money in the middle. Like a vanilla video. So all of my best videos that have gone viral, like that one, like people in that Home Depot video, they were mad, some of them. Like they were like, people work hard to grow those plants. How dare you come at them and say, you know, people were literally like someone put in there, they were going to file a lawsuit against me for picking on Home Depot. Right. But there were just as many people who were like, thank you, God, like someone is saving me money at Home Depot. And so you, until you get out there and fully express that all these, we all have strong thoughts in our minds. Right. And like, especially the more we get into our teaching as course creators and business owners, your opinions get stronger, right? Like you get more clear on what you truly believe and stand for. And so when you make those into videos, it allows your audience to go, yep, she's for me or nope, she's not. And one super fan, one person who saw that video of you and thought, ah, like, I want to look at my husband like that. I want to be rich and successful and in love, right? I mean, I saw that and that was what I thought. I thought she has such a healthy marriage and she's so successful. I want that too. You just gave me a gift. How you explain that, I I really did sink in. And I mean that in all sincerity. I get I get what you're saying. This is this is super valuable for me. I hope people are listening, like, oh my gosh, I could figure this out. I could do this too. And and in a minute, I want to ask you uh your 
five secrets to a successful video. Okay. All the, all of what you learned along the way, five secrets to a successful video. But I also want to point out that, uh, something for that I need to remind myself, you make three videos a day or more. Not all of them are home runs, right? Not all of them people aren't like, oh my gosh, this is riveting. This is so entertaining, but you've got to keep just putting them out there, not worrying that everyone's going to be a home run. Do you agree with that? Oh my goodness. I mean, so here's my, I, I go, I have a certain number of views I want in a day. Okay. Here's what I do. So I go, and this could work for, I can give you my number, but it may feel overwhelming for listeners, but like I have a number in my mind and I'm just looking for a certain number of views every single day. And here's my theory, Amy, I'm going to post until I get them. So if I post one video and I don't hit my number, that's fine. I got another one. Yep. And so I'm just going for that number. So for me, it's a hundred thousand views. I want a hundred thousand views on video every single day. And so I'll wake up, Amy, I plan this video. I think it's going to be a home run. It's a dud. Like literally I get to 10 AM and it's got 4,000 views and I'm like, okay, that hurt my ego a lot. (laughs) Now let's get back in there and post another video because you're nowhere near a hundred thousand yet. I love and so having just, a video view goal. I've never heard that before, like a daily video, especially if you're going all in with video like you are, like you're treating this, this is your business. This is what you do. You create these short videos. This is what's driving the business. I like yeah. for my podcast, that's my podcast. We have a daily goal of downloads. So it's very similar to what you're doing. And I just want to point out that I teach people to create weekly original content. You've just expanded my mind. This is one that I'm going to share with people where this is your weekly original content, but on a daily basis, which is even cooler. I do have a question though. Do you repurpose any of your content? Like, can you share an example of how you might turn one video into multiple other assets or anything like that? Yes. I'm so glad you asked that. So number one, yes, yes, yes. Like I, in my phone, I have over a hundred thousand videos. Okay. (laughs) And I, and I have them by year. Okay. So I literally this morning, just this morning, we have a fall garden challenge we're doing right now for our launch in next week. And so everything is the keyword challenge. And so I literally went through And I did like, I did a little um, template and it's like the most underrated season in the garden. And then I show all these clips, little short clips that all come from previous videos. And I'm like, it's fall. Fall is the underrated season in the garden. And then more in the caption. And then I send people to sign up. So there's that way of of, um, definitely reusing video. But I want to give you a quick story of this one video that I've literally probably posted 25 times in different ways. Okay. Okay. So I have this box. I love teaching people how to grow salad back to salad school with Amy back in 2017. Um, So I have this box and I planted it all with lettuce and it is literally packed. It looks like, you know, those spring mix boxes you buy at the grocery. Well, that's what this box is growing, but it's just plentiful. So I had a tripod. I leaned it down. So it's at a 90 degree angle. And I just literally filmed myself cutting the lettuce, just cut, cut, cut. No words for everyone who's afraid to be on video no words, no, none of my voice. Like I have grandma hands. So not even like impressive fingers. Okay. I didn't have a manicure and I just cut the lettuce and let the birds chirp behind it. Okay. So the very first post I ever did with that was just that video. I didn't say a thing. It was just literally one minute of me harvesting lettuce period. Okay. Okay. It went, so I don't think it went viral, but it did really, really well. So that was, I'm not kidding you. I mean, that was 2021 when I did that video. No. 
Yeah, it was 2021, like a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. So since then, I have taken so many clips of that. So I, I used a clip for that um, for this challenge because it's it's a fall garden thing, right? So I can take a little clip of that and put it in a string of clips. I took that same video and I turned it into a how-to. So I said, here's how I grow $900 worth of lettuce in a four-by-four bed. And I give the whole step-by-step of how I made that end result happen, right? So that's another video. Then I've done satirical videos. Like I did like a short voice to text where I'm like, here's your sign to stop paying $5.99 for a box of lettuce that's going to go bad in the back of your fridge in a week. And that's it. It's just a satirical. That's my entertaining, right? To grab that person across town. Um, And then I've done one where it's like, ever wondered what it would look like if you dumped a whole package of seed in one box and then it pauses and pauses and pauses. And then I say, now, you know, and then stop the video. There it is. It's all from the same video. And I cannot tell you how many times I'm in like a drought um, where I'm not inspired to make videos. I don't want to make any more. All the new ones we made, I think are crappy and I don't want to post them. And I just go back to old stuff. I just did this two days ago. I went back to last July in my phone and I found all the videos that did really well. And I'm just posting them again. Ooh, I like that too. So now you're not even having to do anything, but just reposting them, which is brilliant because we know a tiny subset of our audience even sees the video the first time we post it. Love that. Uh, okay, here's one question I know my listeners are thinking. If you're churning out three videos a day, you do have help on your team. You have someone helping you with this, but are you batching videos? How often are you making videos? Do you feel like you're a slave to video production now? What does that look like? You're busy. I know four kids and a husband and a really full life. There's no way you're making videos all the time. Yeah, so we definitely batch. Um, so we... Uh, we try to do the, you know, the Gary Vaynerchuk method, which is document, don't create. Stop trying to like perform <laughs> for the video and just document what you're actually doing. So um, the one thing that I would say is a, it's not a challenge, but like I'm a gardener, right? Like I garden. The reason why I started the business is because I love gardening and I have a garden. You are an online business creator. You create courses, right? And so same idea, like we're, it's very meta, right? Like I garden and I, I have a garden business. So let's say, so two nights ago, um, I had just all these tomatoes that were ready to harvest. And so instead of me like calling a videographer or getting, you know, my, sometimes I'll get my daughter to come help me, but I literally just grab a tripod, stick my phone on there And I just take a bunch of video of me harvesting those tomatoes. So I'll scroll up the trellis with my video, with my camera. I'll put it on the tripod. I'll film me twisting one off. I'll film me putting it in a basket. And then I'll take it from a few different angles. And then boom, I've now got, like, I probably could make 20 videos out of just that little process. Then you can do much more like you've been doing some videos like this where you do more like it's not really a purposeful thing. It's just you in the place, kind of like what yeah. Jenna did at the dinner, right? Yeah. So there's other times where it's like a Saturday morning and I need to prune my garden. So I'll just put my tripod up in the garden, put my phone on and I'll just turn it on, go. And I'll just walk around the garden and just video myself. Like I'm not even per- like I'm not even thinking about the camera. I'm literally just videoing what I'm doing in my real life. I went to AT&T to get a new phone the other day. And I was like, I need the highest megabyte you can get. Like I yes, need whatever you, you have. And he was like, he was like, he was like, ma'am, you do not like, no one needs that big of a phone. I was like, look at my phone, sir. So he looked at my phone. He goes, 
I have looked at 15,000 phones and I've never seen one with so much video on it. <laughs> I was going to say, like, my phone wouldn't even be able to handle that. Yeah. You need the 512 gigabyte or something like that. Like you need that or megabyte, whatever it is, but you need the highest, go, go get an upgrade. They'll give it to you for free at AT AT&T or whatever and get the highest, highest one. And you just film all the time. You film every day, but you're not filming to, you know, it's not so purposeful, but then yes, we do have the moments where like, I'll have, you know, my daughter with me or I'll have, so for instance, that Home Depot video just went viral so fast. So the very next morning I grabbed my daughter and I said, Hey, I'm going to pay you for an hour. Come video me in the backyard. And so I had these plants because everybody was going, well, if I can't buy those plants, what plants should I buy? Right. And so this quick, like, Hey, there are so many plants that are worth buying Buy this one, buy this one, buy this one, buy this one. And then, um, I was going to say that for you and your audience, listen to your audience, right? So answer their questions in your videos. When you run out of ideas, when you when you don't know what to do, like you can literally just scroll through all your comments and make a day where you just do answer videos where you just go, oh, you That's said good. this, let me answer this. That helps fuel some of my most uh, most viral videos or like most successful videos are just reply. So you know how now on Instagram and TikTok, you can take the comment and you can reply with a video. Yep. That blows up because Instagram goes, Oh, Amy's actually listening to her audience. Like Amy's actually being social on social. That's true. I do love that, that style of doing video. And it is very engaging because you're like, Oh, you have a question. I've got an answer. Okay. Yeah. yeah, It's great. This is fantastic. I actually have probably a million more questions for you, but I know that we got to keep it tight, but I I don't want to let you go without asking, like, can you give us your five secrets to a successful video? Because I know my listeners, they are action takers. Their head is spinning like mine. I feel this like this is doable. And if I feel like it's doable, a girl that hates video, then that's saying a lot. So give us your, your best secrets to make this happen. Yes. I love it. Okay. Let me find it. I wrote them down in my notebook. The first is follow your impulse. So all of us are building personal, we're, we're using a video to build our personal business. Now we may have other people delivering it, but for the most part, we want our audience to build a relationship with the, the true beliefs and characteristics of us, which, you know, is reflected in our business. So if you have a moment where, uh, like Amy, this could be you, where you're scrolling Instagram and you see one of your students or you see something happen and it triggers something in you, right? Where you see this and you go, why are they doing that? Like, why are they immediately selling to their customer on social? They should be getting them onto their email list, right? So just some little moment where you're, you're observing something in the wild and it triggers something in you. Make a video right then. Grab your, grab your, your, uh, whoever is with you or put it on a tripod and say, y'all stop doing this. Yes. And just start the video just, just like that idea right now. I'm going to take a note because I love that. <laughs> okay. That's good. So you're going to like, you're going to put your face on the video. And you're going to say, stop doing this right now. And then you're going to say, I keep seeing my students do this and it's not working. There's such a better way. And then yes. you just stop right there. So follow your impulse, your impulse nine times out of 10 is going to speak directly to the person who needs to hear from you. So that's number one, that the example video for that is my Home Depot video. Like it was such an impulse and I almost drove away and I, I'm not kidding, Amy. I got 35,000 new followers from that video. Oh, (laughs) 35,000 new followers. And here's the thing. I'm going to be the first to say like followers are not money in the bank, 
But then you have a strategy, your DM strategy, your mini chat to move them into subscribers that then become buyers. So it's not like you're just banking on followers. That is incredible. That's when followers count. Exactly. It was huge. And what I loved about it is see, they, they followed me as a garden expert, right? And so like that particular video, because I followed my impulse, they said, here's like, whoever did follow me, probably a lot of people unfollowed me, but everybody who did follow, they said, here's the girl who knows what, like, she knows what she believes about plants. Like if I want to follow someone who knows what they think about plants, it's going to be her. Uh, the next one is to take a stand. So most of your followers are probably not going to be able to relate to this, but there's this big thing in the garden space where people are filling all their raised beds with logs. Now, raised beds is like this thing that I do. Okay. So um, there's like lots of trends, like save money on filling your garden, stack it with logs. Okay. okay. So I, I just always would cringe at that because I have done raised beds. I mean, I've literally built 500 gardens for clients. Right. And I just like, why are they filling these beds with logs? That is not going to work. And I've thought this for years. And finally, in January, when I made that promise to myself, I came on a video and I said, unpopular opinion. That's also a great way to start a video. Unpopular opinion. But I think that filling gardens with logs is a terrible idea. And I should not have said terrible because it did raise a lot. <laughs> but oh, wow. I could have at least said, I, I should have just said filling raised beds with logs is not going to work. Something like that. That one went viral, tons of debate in the comments and really like showed that, you know, and some people hated me and some people love me, but that's exactly what we're talking about, right? Love me or hate me. There's nothing in the middle. Um, So if you've got a thing like Amy, if you have, I I can already, I could probably list five that I think you would say, (laughs) but if you have certain things where you're like, this is like, don't do this, you know, or some people say to do this, but that is not, that's not where I stand make that, take a stand on that on video and it will help you find your people. I need to do more of that. Absolutely. My sensitive heart keeps me from doing that because I don't want to be attacked or people telling me I'm wrong. But um, at the same time, you are so right. And people want you to take a stand. Who wants to follow a leader or an expert or a guide that is like, ah, here's five different recommendations you could do. No, Don't put those logs in there. You took a stand and people respect that. So I'm here for it. Yeah. And then I did come back afterwards and I was like, okay, so many people said that I was wrong. So I'm going to do a test. So I literally gave me a video to follow up. I took all the soil out of my bed and I put logs inside of it. And I was like, I'm going to, I'll test these two beds together. So there's a humility there, right? It wasn't like I'm the best and not the rest, you know, like forget the rest. And so you can still have humility in the follow-up. And I had this great discussion going for like a month because of that video. Oh, I love um, that. The next one is uh, film uh, film without your face. Okay, please, so because I, we all want to do that. So tell us more. Yeah, so this is the cool thing I found about filming without your face. Um, we do eventually want people to see our face, right? Because especially if we're selling courses or things that involve us, they're going to have to decide whether they want to see our face or not. But not at the beginning, not at the beginning, that person across town, they do not need to see your face for quite a while. And so what's really powerful about videos that just show your hands or just show settings Anybody, black, white, whatever color, whatever background, whatever cultural, whatever, um, you know, 
well, not always, I've found this with some of my guards, but generally you're going to be able to reach people in much wider spaces that otherwise the minute they saw your face, no offense to myself or to you, but the minute they saw us, they would go, oh, she's not me. Like she doesn't look like me. I cannot learn from her. But if they see things that teach them, inspire them, showcase to them, entertain them, and your face isn't on there, they get to decide if they like learning from you before they had to meet you personally. Yes, that that's fantastic. I can get behind that one all day long. That's three. I have two more. Do you want me to oh, stop? Good. Yeah, no, tell me. My example for that is I have one where I'm just harvesting cabbage. You can't see my face. You can barely, I just have on a white shirt. I'm very generic. That one had over a million views, like just so many comments. They just loved the the beauty of the cabbage. You know, it had nothing to do with me. Um, The next one is to tell stories. We talked about this already, but think about all the things. Amy, you've got a million stories inside your head of things that have happened over all your life. Like go back to those initial ones and tell the stories. Like everyone who's listening here, your superpower is your stories. You, that is what will set you apart. You have stories that literally no one else in the whole world could even buy. And so look back at your life, look back at, it can be your childhood. It can be yesterday. It can be five seconds ago, but turn those into stories and make them videos that bring someone through. You're going to start them with saying, I'm about to tell you a story. And you're going to give little clips at the beginning of how the story is going to go. It's like a little trailer. I'm about to tell you this story. And you give like a beginning, end, beginning, middle, end clip at the very beginning. I'm about to tell you this story. Then you tell them the story clip by clip by clip. And then you bring it very right back to the, you know, to what you started with. It's just like telling, reading them a whole book, but you're doing it in a minute or a minute and 30 seconds. Okay. Those will someone close to you. It's so powerful. And then the last one is to break the rules. So think about things that are, that everybody in your domain, in your space gets all up in arms about, and they're so protective of. So in the garden space, people are very, 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 very particular about their mint (laughs) because mint is known as this invasive plant, right? So I did this video back in January. I thought it was going to be so inspiring. I go to Home Depot. I bought this steel tub And I started it with a promise. Now, this is a powerful thing. I had text on the screen and it said, grow $400 worth of herbs in a $40 container. Okay. So that was the text on the screen. You can't see my face. You cannot see my face. You can't hear my voice. It's just text. All right. It's text and me doing it. Okay. So I'm planting, put mint in there, Amy. I put mint in the herb pot. I broke the cardinal rule of gardening. could you? And I just didn't even think about it. I mean, I know that mint's invasive. I've been gardening for years, right? But I was like, I don't care. I love mint, right? And I'll just prune it back. Amy, the gardeners came for me, okay? They got mad. And within minutes, within minutes, I'm not telling you, I was about to go pick up my daughter from soccer, this soccer thing at Vanderbilt. And I had just posted, I was lying on the couch, like editing it and posted it, you know, last minute, 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. I look up, it already had like, you know, 30,000 views and just like a thousand comments, not wow. the mint, not the mint, not the mint. Don't put the mint in there. You've got to get the mint out. And so what you want to do, like what we we're afraid, we're afraid for people to come at us. Right. Yeah. But what social media drives on is social interaction. So if no one has anything to say in your comments, Ooh. Instagram, isn't going to show that to anybody. They don't care if people are arguing with you or agreeing with you. They just want to see people caring enough to say something. 
And so if you will get out there and break the rules a little bit, you're going to get all this discussion. I mean, Amy, there will be times like I'll, I do intensive planting. I just pack tons of plants in. People will be like fighting me and then supporting me in the comment section. They'll be like, you don't know what you're talking about. And someone else will be like, have you followed her? Look at her other videos. She knows what she's talking about. Well, no, she doesn't. She's breaking all the rules. I mean, it's so fun to see this community building itself. And it happens when you break the rules. Absolutely. You you made a great five points and you made a great point with if people don't have anything to say about your video, then we've done it wrong. Like the whole point is to get them engaged, whether they love it or hate it or whatever. If they don't have anything to say, what's the point? I have to remember that. That is a really, really important aspect of this whole thing. Oh my gosh. Nicole, this has been one of my absolute favorite, like very value-packed episode. I cannot thank you enough. I know people are going to want to find you, whether they want their own garden or they just want to know how you're doing it. Where can people find more about you? Yes. So we are at Gardenary, G-A-R-D-E-N-A-R-Y Co. on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. And gardenary.com is our home base. And then my personal is Nicole Johnsey Burke. And we're actually just launching in August, NicoleJohnsonBurke.com, where I'll have like behind the scenes of how I've built my business. So it'll be more of the entrepreneurial side versus just gardening. So cool. Well, we're going to link to all of it in the show notes, amyporterfield.com forward slash 603. So you can get all the links and watch all the videos. Nicole, thank you for being prepared for this chat. Thank you for sharing some of the really great strategies. I'm fired up about it. I know my listeners will be. So thanks again, my friend. Thank you so much for having me. So fun to get to do this together after so many years. I was thinking today it's been six years since I, since I bought courses that convert literally this summer. So um, it's like a moment. So fantastic. Love every minute of it and can't wait to see what you do next. Thanks again. Thank you. And there you have it, my friend, tried and true strategies for how you can better connect with your audience, grow your digital course sales, grow your email list, and not have to pay so much money for paid ads. Hallelujah. This episode was so strategic, like full of so many action items. I hope that you get off this episode, like close it down, and you either take notes of how you can apply it. Or if you have an assistant or someone on your team, call them up right now and say, I've got an idea. What if we tried this? Like, I hope you take action. You will absolutely see me taking a lot of action. I'm just ramping up for Digital Course Academy right now, the big launch. So we are doing tons of video and I'm incorporating all of this. So this was an interview that I feel selfish. I was asking the questions for me, but I knew you would get a lot of value as well. So I hope you don't mind. So a huge thanks to Nicole for preparing for this episode. It was very clear that she was ready to bring the heat. I think one of my most favorite parts of the episode is when she kind of schooled me. Like I couldn't figure out what's the point of 40 million views with a silly viral video about Hobie's sexy beard. Like, what does it matter? But I I really understood what she was saying. There's a lot of options for choosing a guide or a mentor of how to grow your business, how to grow your email list, how to create courses. I'm not the only one, obviously. But videos like that show a side of me that make people think, hey, I like this girl. Maybe I want to check her out and learn a little bit more. I like that she's just like me. 
And so that really hit home with me and I hope it did for you as well. If you're anything like me and you're hesitant to get out a lot of video or you feel like you need to show up professionally, let's throw that out the window and let's start making some pretty scrappy videos. What do you think? All right. So I want to hear if you love this episode as much as I did. And like one of your takeaways, like what did you walk away with? Will you DM me on Instagram? Just head over to Instagram. I'm just at Amy Porterfield. DM me and tell me what you loved about this episode because I want to share it with Nicole. All right, my friends, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you on Tuesday for more entrepreneurial goodness. Bye for now.